Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 109 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I'm your host, Gengar Greasy. This is a trading cards and collectibles podcast. And we're having a special live audience today. Thank you, everyone, uh, for showing up on YouTube on time and early. We got CT, Alexio, Ivan, Alpha. What's up, guys? We'll have a couple more trickle in as the show goes on. Uh, For those of you that listen on Apple and uh, Spotify, you might want to come check us out Tuesday nights uh, when we stream this episode you're listening to right now on Wednesday morning. So uh, you might... Get some of your questions answered immediately. Remember, you can always join our Discord too, uh, the Poke Tower Discord, uh, and you can chat it up with us there. And I'm pretty active. I, I think everyone would say I'm pretty active there. Um, you can pretty much ask me anything, and I will answer you then and there. Oh shoot! Well, look at that, Matt from Pallet Town. First time making it live. Thanks for showing up. Hopefully, you enjoy the show as it, in, a, in a live format. <clears throat> How you guys doing? Alpha says, felt like today was Monday after coming back from that vacation. Oh, man. I feel you. It's going to be a good day. Um, we have we have the same amount, of, same amount of content as we always do, but it should be a little bit shorter because it's not too deep uh, this week. So we're just going to go ahead and do our thing. <laughs> Ivan thought it was Saturday. <laughs> I wish it was Saturday. That'd be great. Oh, man. <clears throat> All right. Glad you guys are doing good. Let's start off today's show. Eddie, what's up? Buell, what's up? Wow, yeah, we got a couple. Yeah, so Buell's just started showing up to the uh, to the live streams. We got Matt now. Eddie's always been here. Alpha's always been here. Ivan's always been here. We got all the all the OGs. All right. Let's start off today's show uh, with the box break news. Uh, we do have a box break for the Discord. That's going to be at the end of November. It's going to be November 25th at 7.30 Central, and it's streamed live on YouTube. Um, and I announced it today on the Discord this morning, so people are already putting their orders in, but I'll announce it again on the podcast, so in case you're not in our Discord, you can catch up. Um, <laughs> I'm a little active. <laughs> All right, here we go. So let's talk about let's talk about um, the box break stuff, and then we'll get into the show. Um, I'm really excited for this one, actually. That's why I, I want to share it. Um, so we're going to start off with something off the wall first, just something that probably not a lot of people have seen, um, and that's going to be a sealed box of Lion King Series 2 from Skybox. Um, th- I, I chose this because it's off the wall. It's something that we don't see a lot of. Um, I like to choose these card games that are either dead or not very popular. Uh, one, because it's a change of pace for us. It's different. Uh, but two... Uh, it's also really cheap. Like you can you can get these packs now at thepokeytower.com for like three bucks, so everyone can play. And I'll tell you why you want to play in in our box breaks. They're the best. Um, yes, we got a, I got a haircut. Thank you. <laughs> I got a haircut finally. Oh my gosh. Uh, so Lion King, super cheap. I I I do this on purpose. I try to get cheap cheap packs in. So that everyone can play. We're talking $3, you're in. Um, Now the big hitter. This is what everyone really wants to do, right? So the big hitter is Digibattle Series 1 Booster Box. Okay? 
this is one <laughs> this is one of the two boxes that I own. So after this, I'm only going to have one box left. Um, and I'm opening it with you guys. So um, these ones are a little more expensive, but I think we are priced cheaper than anyone on eBay. So if you if you want to take a shot at Series 1, I would. Um, I would suggest buying at least three packs because the odds are pretty um, predictable. So you're, you're going to get a gold stamp. You're going to get a foil. Just give yourself at least three packs. Um, I say that just from experience. As this is what we've seen from the Series 2 stuff that we've opened. Um, this is a U.S. release, too. This is not Euro. So this is not the European Digimon box. This is actually a sealed box of 36 packs. Digibattle Series 1. And um, there's inserts in here. Uh, like where Garurumon, I want to say, uh, uh, not the Mega Kabuterimon, but um, shoot, there's a handful actually that, <laughs> that I don't remember. That maybe we'll pull up the uh, insert list because there's a lot uh, in this in this set. Basically, like starter deck cards that weren't foil, they'll be foil in the booster pools. So uh, it would be good to pull those. And then there's there's even more than that. So if you buy if you're buying Lion King or you're buying Digimon, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one you get. Uh, every person who orders is going to get free packs with that as well. So one of the free packs that you'll get with your order are these Lion King Panini cards. You get a free pack of eight cards of Lion King Panini. Uh, these are different. These are different than the Skybox cards. I don't know what they are. We'll get into it. Um, just something different and off the wall for everyone. So you get a free pack of that with your order. You're getting something else, too. You're also getting a free pack of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Legendary Duelist Raw. So if you want to get a Ghost Rare or get a shot at pulling a Ghost Rare, um, you'll get a free pack of Legendary Duelist Raw. And that was uh, that was courtesy of um, Chase, our mod. So Chase, our mod, he did a little trade with me, and... I'm going to be sending him some slabs and he's sending the box of Legendary Duelist Raw. And then what I'm doing is I'm giving those packs for free to you guys. So you get two free packs with your order. You get Yu-Gi-Oh! You get Lion King. Whether you buy Lion King or you buy Digibattle, it doesn't matter. And there's even more. Okay, so there's even more box break news. Um, so far, so far, you guys know we do the Wheel of Death where basically when you buy a pack, you get one raffle ticket onto the Wheel of Death. And what we do is we spin a wheel and it's not by who's first to get hit on the wheel. It's actually who's last. So whoever's last wins. So we spin the wheel all night. And we got two prizes right now. There, there may be more uh, as the weeks go on. The first one is going to be a PSA 9 Gaia, the Dragon Champion from Maximum Gold. Bada bing. Check it out. Okay. So again, if you buy a pack, for every pack you buy, you get one raffle ticket. Okay. So the more packs you buy, obviously you have more chances to win. PSA 9 guy, the Dragon Champion. The other one, uh, this was actually from one of our box breaks um, that we did on New Year's. So this is a PSA 10 Sengoku Batman from Batman Ninja, and this is a super rare. Okay, that's a PSA 10, and that'll also go to one winner based on the Wheel of Death. And that is all we have right now for the box break news. You can go to thepokytower.com and you can get your packs now. Um, Lion King was super hot. I expect that one to probably sell out in the next week. Um, and then we still have some Digibattle. And then the free packs go while supplies last. That's how that works. Okay. Do you have a card list for the Lion King set? I do not. We could probably find it. 
we can probably I'll, I'll look that up and then I'll share it to the discord so that we have all the info on it. But um, yeah, completely off the wall set should be fun. Very cheap, very inexpensive. Um, so you guys can still play during the holiday season. All right. That's it for the box break news. Let's get this show started. We're opening up the week with pack of the week. Here we go. Episode 109. I always got to remember that. All right. Pack of the week. This is our segment where we will take one random pack of Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Digimon, whatever the case may be. We're going to open it up on the show. Uh, we've opened up Pokemon. Uh, we got the Arceus last week. We've opened up Digimon. We got the Black War Greymon. We opened up Yu-Gi-Oh, Ghost from the Past. We didn't get Jack. So here we go. We're going to try Dragon Ball, Cross Spirits. Um, obviously, we'd love to pull a secret rare of Goku and Frieza. SPRs will be next best after that. Here we go. Why do we open up packs on a trading card podcast? Because, I mean, what kind of trading card podcast doesn't open up packs, right? So here we go. That's why we're doing it. And I like opening up packs. I mean, come on. Android 17. Brawly Berserker of Frieza's Army. We need more Dragon Ball Super Brawly cards. I can tell you that right now. I'd be, I'm a huge fan of that. Vuan, Vuan, Warrior of Universe 11. A Faded Meeting. Minosha, the Hero's Sibling. Commemorative Photo. I remember that. That's funny. Videl. Robilu, Meticulous Investigator. Super Saiyan. Son Goku. All right. Piccolo, the Gate Opener. Reverse Hollow, Son Goten. Can we do something big on Pack of the Week? Here we go. Oh, there we go. Nice. We hit a super rare. I will take that. You don't get that lucky on pack of the week. And this is Oceanus Shenron. Negative energy explosion. We're going to have to check that out. Um, let's pull that up because that, that, that looks interesting. Uh, let's go to TCG player. I wonder how we did. Oceanus. Shenron. Come on now. It's not bad. I'm actually pretty pretty pumped on that. Negative energy explosion. What do we got? Oh, yeah! Look at that, guys. There we go. So we got eleven ninety nine. Um, That might be... Shoot, that... That might be... Did that beat the Black War Greymon? Let's see. It's, it's, it's damn close, I'll tell you that. We pulled, uh, oh no, it's fourteen ninety nine for the Black War Greymon. Okay, so we're just off, but hey, Pack of the Week has yielded a $15 card and a $12 card. I will take that. Nice. That's awesome. Okay, guys, that's it for Pack of the Week. Moving on to Grade It. Here we go. All right. Grade It is our segment where we take a look at cards that are in, in my possession, uh, whether I've graded them or maybe I'm thinking about grading them. And I break down the numbers um, on how pretty much I run my business. Uh, it's going to be different for me versus you because I'm doing mass submissions. I'm doing mass sales, right? So um, if you're just someone who's you know casually selling your slabs, this may not be feasible for you. But I break down the math anyway so that you understand You know, if you ever want to increase your business side of trading cards, this is one of the ways of doing it, okay? 
So today on Grade It was going through was going through was like you know what uh, we did some we did some Digimon we did some Dragon Ball um, we just talked about Yu Gi Oh last week so I was like we got to get back into some Pokemon here we go and I found this we got Gloria this is a Trainer Gallery card from Brilliant Stars this is Trainer Gallery number twenty six I didn't really bat an eye at this card until I took a look at the stats and. That's why it's very important. I have a, I have a stack of cards, a huge stack. Like basically, um, you know those card savers boxes, the big red boxes that you buy your card savers in. So I have two of those full of card savers that have cards in them, and those are all my submission candidates. And sometimes stuff gets overlooked. This was one of those cards, and I was like, wow. I was actually surprised when I was doing some research. I was like, okay, let's go ahead and take a look with you guys. Um. And here we go. Let's let's look at the condition first, and then we'll go ahead and talk about the numbers. Come on now. All right. So we got Gloria Trainer Gallery twenty six. Uh, again, if you guys have been following along on Grade It, you're not going to find a lot on these textured cards. There's just too much going on. Um. If you're looking for surface stuff, where you're going to want to look are like the areas where it's glossed over. So you can see how there's no texture here. That's where you want to look. Uh, and, and if you see scratches there, it's likely that there are scratches in other places on the card. That's that's where I'm getting at there. Um, I can tell you there's something, there's something, there's like a print line on this card. I don't know if you can see it, but I'm going to try and show you right there. Right here. See that line? Right there. Boom. That two lines there's a line here and there's a line there going there you see that two lines going vertically up on this card there you go i'm trying to get you guys to see it maybe we'll see it on the back uh so that that already right there is telling me we're looking at we're in psa 9 territory fluky what's up chase what's up um we're already in psa 9 territory i can tell you that right now Boom, you see that? See how the text the foil's running diagonally? Then you have these two lines that go vertically. That's not a good look there. Um, we can look at the centering, which looks fine. Nothing crazy there. Let's take a look at the back and let's see if we can find those print lines. Oh yeah. Immediately. Immediately. It's got some it's got some serious like roller lines almost. You see it right there. Those two lines exist on the back let me see if i can get a better shot in the light right there one two and if you notice that is in the same spot they're in right here one two so this is this is already looking like a psa 8 to me um there are no nicks so that's good news i i can try if that's a smudge i could try and like clean it off but i'm not a huge fan of cleaning cards i just don't do that crap um, there are no nicks here. The centering is fine, but that, those print lines are going to be an issue just because it's, it's there on the back. And if you really look, you can see it even on the front right there. Boom. Look at that running right through her face. Um, so this is, this is PSA eight, PSA nine territory already like, ugh, not good. So <clears throat> that is stuff that you have to catch when you're grading cards. You have to catch that stuff because You'd be upset, right? Like first glance, you're like, hey, it's PSA 10. It's pack fresh, right? 
you can get caught. So let's go ahead and talk about the numbers. Here we go. Market price raw for this card. This is what this is what got my attention because when I pulled this up, you know, a good indicator for me is the raw price. Um, if the raw price breaks, you know, I like to talk about that $15 price point. And once it gets over that $15 price point, I like to identify why. Why is the card over $15? Is it because it's playable or is it because it's collectible, right? Or is it a mixture of both, which would be really good. Um, so to me, uh, this is just, you know, I don't know. I haven't been following the meta too much, but I am sure that Gloria probably has a place in a lot of people's collection, female character, things like that. Uh, but 1049, right? Um, so that's pretty good raw. So now, now I'm thinking like, Hey, we might need to sell you raw because I don't want this card. Um, so this is, this is a thing like, Hey, I might just sell it for 10 bucks. That's just how it has to be. Um, now let's talk about the PSA prices. You got PSA nine at thirty seven forty six, and that was like a big red flag to me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like that's that's tough." Um, because even even with the lowest grading fees, if you're buying a card for ten bucks, it's going to be it, very unlikely you're going to get any money back on that, um, unless you pay less, right? So like in my case, I I purchased this card for a dollar twenty five. I got this card for a dollar twenty five. So I'm not not too worried about it. Chris, what's up? Um, now, PSA 10, $101. So this is one of those cards, you get the 10 or you get nothing. That's that's pretty much what it's coming down to. Uh, here are your costs, which I like to always talk about. Okay. You have $11 card. I just rounded it up. You have an $18 grading fee, which is currently the cheapest. Um, if you had sent it off, in October, you could have got the $15 fee, but here it's kind of negligible, and you'll see why. Uh, and then you have $5 to ship it. Now, keep in mind, if you send off 50 cards, that $5 is broken up across 50 cards. I just like to throw the 5 bucks in to make it easy math for you guys so you can see where I'm going with this. Uh, the fees, if you were to sell a $100 card, $101 card, your fees would be $13.43 on eBay. You ship it. I do free shipping, so that's five bucks out of your pocket. You do the math there, and you're going to end up with forty-eight dollars and sixty-seven cents profit. That's if you do uh, a bulk TCG price at eighteen bucks. If you bump it up to value, it's going to be a thirty-dollar price point, and even even at thirty bucks, you can still win if you get the ten, and that comes out to thirty-six sixty-seven. So if you do bulk. 48. If you do value, you're talking 36. Now here's the kicker. You grade a nine, like I would, you are $6, almost $7 in the hole. So you can see how it ranges from negative $7 all the way up to 48 bucks. You can fall anywhere in between there based on your numbers, shipping differences, right? Market price, raw, all that stuff. I paid a dollar for mine, so I can still sell this, you know, for 10 bucks and I can still turn 70, 80%. So it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, this is automatically a candidate that I am not going to grade. You know, it would be one of those things. If they had a grading fee again, like let's say they had value at 10 or $11 a card, I would consider it because I only paid a dollar 25 for this. So I'm, I'm 12 bucks in. I think I can come out with 37, 46. That makes sense to me, but not, not currently that's not going to work. So the options are 
you leave this card in a card saver and you wait till that discounted price comes in. But again, this is where the commandments come in, right? So character, artwork, rarity, set, all that stuff, no story, no glory. This is like an average card to me. So I'm like, there's just not a lot of conviction for me to hold this that long. I can just sell it raw, turn 70% and call it a day. Um, so that's all the stuff I'm looking at for Grade It this week. We got Gloria Trainer Gallery card from Brilliant Stars. It's a good card if you can pull that 10. Very good card. So take a look at your trainer cards. Don't forget about your trainer cards. A lot of people do. Um, and you might have something like this. All right. That's it for Grade It this week. Moving on to the Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale. If you're new here, this is our segment where we talk about the four trading card games that we primarily talk about, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Digimon, Dragon Ball, Pokemon. And we talk about their most recent booster set release. <clears throat> Chase, smash that like button. Yes, please. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subs. It's been like a seven, eight-year journey. Let me get that sub. Let me get that plus one, all right? Okay, um, so here we go. TCG Battle Royale. We're talking about most current booster release sets, and then we have a couple new contenders on the show tonight. Um, so I'll be sharing that information with you today. And here we go. Number one this week, he's not moving. It, it's it's going to be the Undisputed King until we can find something better. Uh, but here we go. We're rolling with Dragon Ball Super Dawn of the Z. And guess what? It is all red this week. So uh, if you missed, if you if you missed your shot to get, you know, Dawn of the Z sealed, and you want that for your sealed collection, it's a great week to do it. Um, the case prices are down to fifteen hundred, which is, I think, about a hundred, almost a hundred dollars off from last week. Um, you have box prices at one sixteen, which is ten dollars off from last week, and then you have the top four cards in the set coming out to twenty three ninety one. So you can buy the God Rare and all three Secret Rares for $23.91. Now that Bardock God Rare is holding at $2,000. It's just stuck there. Um, so he, he, he remains the same, but he's also the sole reason why Dawn of the Z will be a superior set to these other sets. Uh, you just can't beat him right now. I mean, Bardock God Rare will be relevant next year. That's just that, And none of these other cards will probably. That's just how it is. I'm not saying that's my preference. I'm just saying this set will be more memorable, more memorable, memorable, more memorable than anything else competing today. Okay. All right. So now let's go on to number two. This is a new, a new uh, contestant added to the battle royale. John, what's up? Silver Tempest. That's right. I don't hate Pokemon. I don't hate Pokemon. It's just hard for me. It's hard for me to buy modern Pokemon products when look at the show that we do here been doing it for over two years now I know everything right like I study everything so when I see these numbers I'm like I just can't buy it you know I don't care how much I like it I'm not buying it um so here we go I'm putting Pokemon at number two this week um it's a new release just dropped last week and it's got a great card in there with the Lugia alt art um we'll see how the rest of the set goes like like look at the top three cards here you got Lugia you got unknown which has, you know, 
historically unknown doesn't do too great. We'll see what he does in a in an Altart rarity. We'll see. Um, and then you got uh, the new uh, what's his what's this dragon type? I forget, I freaking forget his name. He looks like a rock. He looks like a like a cherry and a rock fused together. But he's like a dragon. I forget his name. Um, but anyways, all right. Case prices. You got five hundred twenty bucks, um, which is actually lower than Lost Origin. That was that was nuts. I was like, wow, that's good time to buy. Um, and remember, that's what the, the TCG Battle Royale is not always about how much how expensive something is. Sometimes it can be about how much value you're getting out of buying something right now. Or you know, thank you. <clears throat> okay. Now we have uh, the box prices at 105.85, and I believe that is also like neck and neck with Lost Origin. And if you if if I had to take a pick, if you said, "Hey, Lost Origin or Silver Tempest, which one would you open?" I would rather open Silver Tempest specifically for the Lugia. That's all I would try to do. Um, but if you said, "Hey, you can have a booster box of either," I would I would go for Silver Tempest. Um, the top four cards in the set. Are going to come out to three eighty three sixty three, so very inexpensive. That's right. You can get, you can get Lugia Unknown. You can get uh, Red Red Reggie Reggie Drago, and one more Altart for three hundred eighty three bucks. That's not bad at all, considering. I mean, that's less than four hundred bucks for four cards. That the the best pulls you can get, right? That's really good. Now the thing that I really liked was that there are 15 cards in the set that currently break the $15 price point. Now, this is scary because it's also week one. So week one for Pokemon is usually always hot. Um, usually week two, we find out who's here to stay, and then there's a newcomer that kind of like spikes up, kind of like what Machamp Altart did. Remember remember that? He was like 60 bucks. Next thing you know, he's 115 And you'll see in Pokemon every every few weeks after a release someone comes out of the woodworks that was like in the bottom 20 cards they just come they come up in price so we have yet to see that with silver tempest but we'll see right uh what i did want to focus on was that lugia remember last week we talked about the lugia altart i want to go back and touch on that again so that you guys know i ain't playing right because i know you guys probably call me out like this guy's full of crap but check it out check this out what i tell you what i tell you Remember, it was this was like what almost four hundred bucks last week. Look at the price, two twenty. What did I say? Low two hundreds, mid two hundreds. And my and this is on week one. This is on week one. Look at that. This is exactly what we talked about. These cards are selling into the low two hundreds right now. I bet you you can wait. I think you can. You got a shot where where this this could turn around. Look at this. This guy got one for two hundred, right? So I think give it another week or two, we might see 180, 170, maybe even a couple 150s. And I think that'd be a great time to get yourself a Lugia Altart. Why? Because the box price is a hundred bucks. You might as well just get the best card in the set for that card for, you know, for that same amount of money and some change, right? So 150, 105, who's sweating 40 bucks when you can have the best card there, um, and then if you really want to get froggy, what you do is you buy multiple copies. So he drops down to 150 bucks. Let's say if you can get three copies at 450, why am I saying that? Right here, 
400 bucks. If you're going to spend 400 bucks, you might as well try and get three copies of Lugia, grade them, sell the two that grade the best, and then keep the other one. And you're good. And you're done with Silver Tempest. Ba-boom. It's over. Let's wait for the next one. <clears throat> Easier said than done, but it happens all the time. Happens all the time. So keep watching this one. I'm not ready to say anything about this. Uh, I think it can come down a little bit more. Um, I think that supply is just going to keep coming in. And when there's more supply, I mean, let's let's take a look at eBay. We don't even know. Um, Lugia V Alt Art Silver Tempest. Let's see what we got. The lowest price, and let's just let's just run it. Let's run. Let's go to buy it now because they're wasting our time. If I don't pull, I'm gonna try to grab it for 170. Yeah, it's eaten. That's the good thing. So Fluky made a good. He has a he has a good strategy here. But that's the thing. We talk about being responsible and being smart with your collection. Okay, so so don't use how do I how do I put this. If you get triggered when I talk about money, I'm not saying fluky is, but I'm saying if, if you get mad because you're like, all this guy does is talk about card values. It's not about the card value. Okay, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about being responsible. Let's talk about being smart, right? Those are respectable qualities any human being should have, right? Be, be smart, be responsible. Okay, I won't say anything about money. Be smart, be responsible. <laughs> let's take a look. Uh, but he has a plan is what I'm saying. So fluky has a, a plan. He's going to probably do better than anyone else who doesn't have a plan and just buys it, you know, impulse, right? 230 from Taiwan. Yeah, that's probably a scam. 250 OBO. You could literally probably throw 190 at him and you'll get it right now. You probably throw 190 at that guy. I would throw 190 at all these guys. I go 190, 190, 190. Like, yeah, it's a little bit higher than what I want, but I would try it. I mean, what's the worst going to happen? They're going to say no. Okay, whatever. Um, so they're not quite dropping on eBay just yet from what I'm seeing. Uh, this guy, he's trying to beat everyone right now at 250 So he's undercutting everyone. Um, so there you go. Um, I, I like it so far. We'll see how it goes as the weeks progress. But I like it at number two, and you'll see why here in a second. Number three this week. We got Digimon. This is EX, uh, EX03 Draconic Roar. Just dropped um, last week, I think. Was it on the eleventh? I forget. I forget twelfth. Let's 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 look it up. I don't want to. I don't give you. Draconic Roar release date. What was it? November eleventh. My bad. Okay. So this is a little bit of a change of pace. Uh, a little bit of a change of pace from Cross Encounter. I still think Cross Encounter is the superior set. However, the rules of the TCG Battle Royale, when we get a new set, you put it out, right? So Cross Encounters run is over. It stayed number two all the whole time because of Dawn of the Z. But here we go. We got Draconic War. It's going to be at number three. And this is kind of odd for, for Digimon because normally I like to put them at number two or number one because the amount of value you get out of these boxes. Um, but I'm just, I'm not seeing it there. It's not good. It's not bad. I would say that this is probably one of the most average sets I have seen from Digimon in terms of collecting the cards, okay? So you got case price at 839.39, which is about the same as cross encounters, okay? You got box price at 75.10. Um again, comparable to cross encounter, which I think cross encounter is a superior set. So when you have 
a less superior set just because it's new is at the same price of an older set that's actually better, things start to look a little funky, right? Um, you got the top four cards in the set at 160-103. So, this is, I like this. This is, and I'll tell you why I like this. So, let's say you're like, hey, I'm, I'm not going to go buy Draconic Roar, at least sealed. I'm not going to do it. I don't, I don't want to spend 75 bucks on that. I'd rather buy Silver Tempest than do that. That's cool. But what I like about this is that for people that don't want to rip and pull their favorite cards, you can just go get the biggest hitters, you know, at, at 160 and you're done. Call it a day. Um, what I don't like, and this is odd, this is very odd for Digimon. There are only eight cards in the set that break the $15 price point. So that's why Pokemon got the edge over Digimon this week. Um, and you, some of the guys are talking about in the chat, you, you know, you got the Imperial Jamon. Um, you got the dragon mode, you got the fighter mode. Um, and you, you also have, a a couple other guys in here. Um, but they're not, how do I explain this? I don't think in terms of, in terms of like collecting, um, these are not characters that are going to hold the, hold the fort, right? So Alphamon, Omnimon, War Greymons. Black War Greymons, those types of characters are going to hold the fort. This is a nice Imperial Jamon fighter mode. Um, we'll go ahead and take a look at the prices here, just so I can kind of sh share my mind here with you. Um, but it's not... There's nothing... I mean, here you go. You got Examon, the alt. You got Examon secret. Um, I'm guessing these guys are probably going to be pretty pretty meta, which is why they're there. Um, you got Imperial Jamon Fighter Mode Alt. Well, this is a nice looking card. Don't get me wrong. It's a it's a very nice looking card. I like the colorway. I like that he has a red and purple hue to him on a red and purple uh, card. That's dope. I think that's really cool. Um, but you know these are not these are not characters that are going to kind of carry the franchise. At least with these, just look at these cards. There are better Imperial Jamon cards. Is what I'm saying. Like if you're going to talk about Imperial Jamon cards. You could go with the trophy cards, right? So that's what I mean. Is like, I'm not saying he's a bad character. I'm saying that this specific card in this set, I don't think it's going to be crazy. You know, over time, um, you do have the only only tamer in the set, which is Hina. Um, I'm sure people are going to have their fun with this one, but I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. Um, but here you, you can see, guys, you got Dra uh, Dracomon. Metallic Dramon. So they, these are a lot of characters that people won't be familiar with. I mean, look, you got Alt here, Chaos Dramon at at 1470, right? So um Dark Dramon, like they're great looking cards, but these are not characters that people are familiar with. And that's my biggest thing. Like I really like this Magna Dramon. I think that is that's pretty darn low. Great looking card. Um so hopefully you guys can kind of see where I'm going. It's just not gonna it's not gonna knock your socks off. It's a very, it's a very average set, you know, and it, I'm trying to think of when the last time we had something like this, it might've been, mm, might've been next adventure. Next adventure was kind of had a little more hype to it though. Um, maybe, maybe new awakening, you know, like it's kind of that style. Like it, it's okay. Right. It's just, it is what it is. Um, so Draconic Roar is going to be at number three this week. We'll see how it goes as the weeks go on. It just came out last week. It could totally change. 
Um, yeah, Great Legend. Great Legend's a good example. But remember, when Great Legend dropped, you had you had Altart, Ancient Greymon. You had Altart, uh, Metal Gurumon, uh, Ancient Metal Gurumon. You had um, Lusamon, and those cards were like a hundred bucks a pop. Remember, they were close. They were like 70, 80 bucks a pop. Um, and then, so, and then the ancient Greymon actually went up in price after some time. And so did Lusamon. So like, they're a little bit different. Those are a little more recognizable characters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would say, I would say this is a pretty, pretty mid set, uh, for, for what Digimon's been doing lately. All right. Number four. That's right. We got Yu-Gi-Oh! Darkwing Blast at number four. Uh, case prices down $739, box price $70.83, top four cards in the set $938.97, eight cards in the set that break the $15 price point. So all the numbers are down on Darkwing Blast. However, however, we are talking about a new set that Yu-Gi-Oh is dropping uh, in three days. I think it's on Friday on the 18th. That one's going to be big. I, I don't, I don't want to say big. It's going to be fun and it's going to be memorable. And those two things combined usually make for good sets. We'll be talking about it later on today, uh, but just be ready for that. So that'll be a new contender on the Battle Royale. It could potentially take over Digimon at number three. It may even push Pokemon out of number two. Um, we'll see how people respond to it, but my first thoughts are pretty sick. Um, it looks affordable. It looks fun. It looks memorable. It's got it's it's got it's got the recipe for for some good stuff. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So there there you go. That's the uh, the TCG Battle Royale this week. You got Dawn of the Z at number one. You got Silver Tempest at number two, Draconic Roar at number three, and Darkwing Blast at number four. Remember, Yu-Gi-Oh will have a new set released this Friday that will enter the Battle Royale. All right, moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. Covering every Pokemon booster expansion from the beginning, it has been a hell of a journey. I looked at the I looked at the list. Whew, it's crazy. We have so many more sets to go. We are we're like we're still scratching the surface on what we could get. Um, here we go. We got EX Unseen Forces, another set. This is I'm, I sound like a broken record. Another set I know nothing about. The cards look great, though. So here we go. Let's take a look at the price guide. We're going to cover the top 12 cards today. You got Umbreon EX at 502.49. And first, the other thing, too, what I want to say is um, this has actually helped me a lot. So, like, whenever I'm shopping Pokemon now on eBay, EX only. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing EXs. I am I am invested in those. Um. I have yet to do like a large, like a like an expensive EX card, but um, I am putting putting more stock into the EX foils. Um, so if you see me searching on eBay, that I'm looking for those. That's what I'm doing. Uh, and this segment specifically has helped me figure out like, hey, wow, there's there's something going on here. I want to be a part of that. Umbreon EX at 502. You got Espeon EX. 399. I also want to say uh, there's been a couple guys in the cord too that have been getting the EX cards. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, it was Matt. Matt from Palatown. He, he's been dropping the EX heat. Um, we've had some other guys drop some EX stuff too, and that's that's good stuff, guys. I, I think 
I don't I don't think the time has come for EX cards, but it's going to be cool once people figure it out. Lugia EX, 333. That's crazy that Umbreon beats out Lugia. That's n- Espeon beats out Lugia. That's nuts. Celebi, 299. Suicune, Gold Star, 294. Raikou, Gold Star, 258. Entei, Gold Star, 228. Tyranitar EX. This is a nice looking card, actually. Um, 183. Scizor EX, 114. You could say Sizor. I don't know. Who? Does anyone say Sizor? I say Scizor. Uh, Feraligator EX, 114. Typhlosion Hollow. This was interesting. So this is just a Typhlosion Hollow. Um, $94. Yeah, super expensive. It's crazy expensive. This is just the top 12. We There's so many EX cards like left down on this list too. Blissey EX, $89.99. But like, you go down here, I mean, look at this. The cheapest EX card is 60 bucks, And it's, excuse me, it's probably going to be bent in half. So... Steelix, Ho-Oh, Typhlosion, Rockets Persian. That's a secret rare, by the way. Um, Politoed EX. This set is loaded, and they got really cool cards, which is what we're going to take a look at next. We're also going to look at the PSA pop reports. All right, here you go. This is the top six cards here. You got the Umbreon. Classic card, 3710s. Danny, what's up? Wow. We we are starting to have some some newer returning listeners to the podcast we got danny we got matt we got buell i know those are some new guys that that have just recently started showing up to the live show so that's cool appreciate you guys stopping by umbreon ex psa 10s you got 37 espion ex you got 38 tens which is that's just nuts that they have like 37 38 it's like how you know it's crazy that they're that close uh lugia ex Again, this is that uh this is like that that crappy like CGI looking art. I like it. I mean, this is not the coolest art of Lugia. However, because it doesn't look good and it, it, that reminds me that's the nostalgia for me. It's like it was just that's the best they had at the time and that's it is what it is. 6310s for the Lugia. Celebi, that's a nice Celebi. Uh 2510s. Suicune Gold Star. Look at this guys. This was this is what caught my attention. Um, you got 220 uh, PSA 10s. And then you got Raikou Gold Star, 331 PSA 10s. And then, but to go even further than that, look at how many 9s there are. 859, 845. And then look at the 8s. Almost 300 for Suicune. And then 230 for Raikou. Uh, so my first thoughts, like looking at that, as soon as I saw that, I was thinking, wow, were these like... um. Were these like the amazing rares of their time where like they are shiny Pokemon, you know, it's like a cool insert that they put in, but they're kind of more common than we thought they were kind of getting those feelings, right? Like, is this like a radiant, like, is it, was it, is this a radiant Suicune of today? Is that what this is? Like, look at the pops, you know, I thought they're a little more rare than that. Now you could say they're rare because where the hell are you going to find a sealed pack that's affordable and actually pull one in that aspect? Yeah. But in terms of just finding the dang things, I mean, you can, you, you probably have some luck. Uh, so I'm not sure how I feel about gold stars. I can tell you that. And I remember, I remember when we talked about 
gold stars with Ryan on the podcast. Remember that? And he was like, gold stars aren't hard to pull, bro. They're not that rare. And I was like, really? I was like, I don't know. I never pulled one, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he was, you know, he was like, they're cool, but they're not what you think they are. So ever since then, I've, I've kind of seen them a little differently. I'm not sure what to think. All right. Here are the uh, bottom, bottom six of the top 12. And there's some cool cards here. You got Entei Gold Star 254, uh, 254 10s. You got the Tyranitar EX, which I, this card just popped really nicely. I think it's just with the green and the black. Uh, Tyranitar looks really good, like on the dark cards, uh, over like the fighting style cards. Um, PSA 10s, you got 37. Scizor EX, you got 29 10s. For Alligator EX, you got 44 10s. Typhlosion Hollow, 34 PSA 10s. And this is just a standard hollow. Uh, but he's pretty sought after card. And I, I would say it's because of this artwork. I mean, that's a that's actually one of the nicer Typhlosion cards that, that you see, besides the ones, you know, from the Neo era. Blissey EX, you got 17 10s. And that this has been classic for literally like any any set that we've done. A Blissey or a Chansey, gonna have low pops. Um are they harder to grade? Is that the story? Does no one grade them? Is that the story? I, I don't know. Do 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 you pull them less because you could you could make the argument that he has lower pops in every card on this piece of paper, so that would mean that he's technically harder to pull. Right? You could you could play that card. I don't think that's the case, but you know what's the story here? Um, but I, I like uh I like for alligator. I like Tyranitar. That's probably what I go for there. Um, and I like uh. I like that Celebi. I really like that Celebi. So believe it or not, I would go for that Celebi over these ones. Um, that's just me, though. Man, and those those gold stars. I mean, look at even the, the Entei, 254 tens. I mean, you have over 1,000 tens just between the three gold stars. So I don't know. To me, they just feel like if we had amazing rares or if we had radiant rares, like that's what they would have been back then. I don't know. Uh, does that make them not cool? No, no, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means I think they're a little more common than we think they are. Uh, and, and Ryan was probably on to something when he told us that. So um, there you guys go. That is Unseen Forces. I've never I've never opened any packs. Uh, I've never hunted any cards, but I can tell you that some of these cards will be added to my watch list. And then uh, when the opportunity presents itself, we just go and strike. All right. That's it for Pokemon this week. Moving on to Heart of the Cards. Here we go. All right, Heart of the Cards. Um, so this was our our big teaser on the thumbnail tonight. It had an Exodia. I said Starlight Rare, uh, and it's true. So, so Yu-Gi-Oh! has a new set dropping on Friday the 18th, and this is called Battles of Legend Crystal Revenge. Now, Battles of Legend is a... Uh, is a series that like a mini ser- sub series that Yu-Gi-Oh does in their booster releases. So you'll see other battles of legends set. Uh, this one's called crystal revenge though. So uh, we're just going to look at the card list and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I remember shoot. <sighs> I remember maybe earlier this summer, I want to say maybe, maybe around August. Um, you guys know my mom runs a trading card store. So, 
she was like, what do you think about Battles of Legend Crystal Revenge? And I was like, oh, I'm not sure. And then I did a quick look and it said that there were some starlights in there. And I was like, okay, it's an all foil set. So that's good. Uh, it, I mean, it's fun, right? Because everything is going to be a super rare, ultra rare, and then you're going to get a secret rare in every pack. Uh, and then the ultra, it also featured starlight rares. So I was like, this could be pretty good. Um, I was like, I, it really depends on who the starlight is, but it's going to be a good set. And this has that, this has, this has, you guys remember Brothers of Legend? So Brothers of Legend was fun. Good, good set. Cool set, right? Lots of good reprints. Um, and then obviously a great chase card uh, in, you know, the Dragoon. But uh, Battles of Legend feels like Brothers of Legend on steroids. That's what it feels like. So here we go. Let's take a look at the card list. Battles of Legend, Crystal Revenge. Now, a lot of this is like OCG stuff, I believe. Um, we'll see. Let me see what kind of info they got in here. All right. So include it includes cards by Yami Yugi, Rex Raptor, Joey Wheeler, Duke Devlin, Nesbitt, Jaden, Supreme King. All these characters, right? <clears throat> Each pack contains five cards, four ultras, and one secret. The set contains 105 cards. Now, see, this is what I saw back in the day. It was like, okay, it's loaded with secrets and ultras, and then obviously we don't know who the starlights are because they, they didn't release that information that that far out. Um, but check this out. Once I saw it today, I was like, oh, crap. So the, the cool thing about this set is uh, there's going to be some support for uh, people that were running... Um, one of the jokers from King's Court. Oh, I can't remember. Um, so it, there, anyways, there's some support for, for King's Court. Uh, and you're going to get this Royal Straight Slasher, I believe. Um, that's going to be a big deal for the King's Court guys. Um, so that'll probably be a good secret rare to pull. And then if you don't want it in your bulk, you could sell it. It'd probably be a good card to, to have um, if you want to sell it. Uh, but the other thing too, if you guys liked Toon Chaos, remember Toon Chaos, how fun that was? There's actually a lot of Toon Chaos reprints in Secret Rares now. So if, you know, cards like uh, Chaos Space, I want to say Black Luster Soldier, Envoy of the Beginning. Um, I want to say like Toon, one of the Toon pages, right? Toon page, Toon book, maybe. Um, Chaos Daedalus is back. No one really likes that one. Uh, Chaos Creator. So lots of Toon Chaos cards that were ultras are now reprinted in Secret Rares. Um, and then the other thing was these Starlights. That's what, we're, that's what we're here to talk about tonight. So you look at all these cards. I'm not going to go through all of them. Here you go. Here's the Toon card. So you got Toon Black Luster Soldier in a Secret Rare now. Toon Harpy Lady, uh, they brought it back in an ultra. I think she was a super rare last time in Toon Chaos. Toon Bookmark, Secret. Toon Page Flip, Secret. Toon Terrors in the Ultra, which was also a super rare in Toon Chaos. Chaos Creator, Chaos Daedalus, Chaos Valkyria, Chaos Space. Lots of cool cards from Toon Chaos uh, coming back. Orload Savage Dragon, Starlight Rare, sick. Access Code Talker is going to be a big one. That's also a Starlight Rare and a Secret Rare. Uh, this one will be pretty meta. And then check this out, guys. You got 
Blackwing, Armor Master, Starlight. You got Yada, Garasu, Starlight. You got Super Polymerization, Starlight. And then this is the big hitter right here, though. You got all pieces of Exodia and Starlight Rares. They, so this is something that people... If you're a big Yu-Gi-Oh guy, this is something people have been talking about for a long time. They're like, when can we get a Yu-Gi-Oh set in a Starlight Rarity? And like, they finally did it. Um, and if the pool rates are with what we think they are, which is going to be one for every two cases. Uh, this is going to be a hell of a challenge for someone to get all these. So you got all pieces of Exodia in a Starlight. That is going to be the funnest thing to chase in this, in my opinion, for me. Um, so it makes it, that's what I'm talking about. Like, think about Ghosts from the Past, right? So Ghosts from the Past, they insert Dark Magicians, they insert Blue Eyes, White Dragons, they insert Red Eyes, Black Dragon, and it makes it nostalgic, it makes it fun, it gives you something to chase, all while being able to add these cards that are also going to help you build your deck. Um, so it it's one of those sets that plays to collectors, and it also plays to players. Everyone wins. Everyone gets a little bit of everything, um, and that's what's going to make this really fun. So this might be one of the few Starlights I ever, ever go out of my way to try and get. I, I'm... I'm I would love to have this entire set in a Starlight Rare. That would probably be cooler for me than like, it would be up there with LOB, that's for sure. So like you either have an LOB set or you have the Starlight set. Like that, that's where I would go. Um, but we'll have more information on this next week when it drops. You guys know I don't like to try and get too far ahead. Um, but that is it for Heart of the Cards. There's the news. You got Exodia Starlight Rare dropping in... Uh, in Battles of Legend, Crystal Revenge. Not only that, you got Axis Code Talker and Savage Dragon Starlights. It's, it's absolutely loaded. Um, if you pull a Starlight, period, I think you're going to be happy with the result. So that's that's another cool thing with this set. All right. That's it for Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Moving on to Digimon. Here we go. Digimon, all right. Some light content for Digimon this week. You guys know I'm always beating Digimon over the head. It gets exhausting, so sometimes I just like to talk about some simple stuff. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a Royal Knights binder that is on pre-release at premiumbandai.com. Go and check it out now. So a few weeks ago we talked about the two-year anniversary collection that you could get, which looked great. Uh, I did not put in an order for one. I, that I might end up shooting myself in the foot over that one. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about the Royal Knights binder set from Premium Bandai. Take a look at that binder there. That's sick. Got all the Royal Knights. Very cool. Uh, they want 50 bucks for this binder set. Pre-orders are open on October 25th and they end in about six days. So November 21st. All right, so take a look at this, guys. You got the Royal Knights binder set. You got some cards that come with it. Um, the, the, well, the cool thing about these is they got the Royal Knight like behind them. So if I'm not mistaken, you got Omnimon back there with Agumon and with Gabumon. This one's kind of cool. You got Gilmon, Agumon, and Gabumon. You also have you also have Kiramon back there. What what's he doing back there? That's interesting. I don't understand that one. You got Vmon, 
The golden Digi egg. Digimon Card Game's first binder product now available, featuring gorgeous illustration of the Royal Knights. Not only that, but the beautiful illustration was further enhanced with gold foil. Oh, they got gold foil in these. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, the other thing, too, the, I, I want to touch on this. It, the first card binder product. Now, we've, we've covered this before with Bandai uh, on the Dragon Ball side. So, collector selection volume, right? Um, the anniversary boxes, things like that, that usually go on pre-order and they, they don't make that much of them. I'm getting those same vibes here. Now, Digimon... Digimon plays their distribution and their the rarity of things a little bit different than Dragon Ball, but they come from the same place. They come from Bandai. So you could expect to see similar things where some of these cards might be fairly sought after. And uh, if you miss this pre-order, you might you might have to pay the, the premium for it just simply because you can't get it. Um, I don't know how much of this they're going to make. I, I assume it would be a limited quantity. You know, limited could mean... 500,000 units, which is still a lot, but it's also limited, right? There, there are 500,000 people like in the town I live in. So do the math. Um, I just look at this and I, I could see, I could see that happening. Remember, uh, history of Goku, history of Vegeta. There was like two or three cards out of there that made it to that $20 price point and stuck it. Collector selection volume, right? Uh, soul striker reborn, those types of cards. You may see a couple cards from this set kind of emerge to that level um and you could go that route or you could just buy the binder but um that's kind of where my thoughts are with this and real to be honest i only like i only like the vmon the agumon the gabumon and i'll do the gilmon too i don't really care for the others i don't know we'll see so you get a nine pocket binder 10 refills all right alphamon in the back that's pretty cool New illustration cards. There they are. That's a close-up look at them right there. You got Agumon, Gabumon, Vimon, Gilmon. That's really cool. That's actually a really nice card. Kudamon. Dorumon. Dracomon. Huckmon. So the Huckmon, the Huckmon doesn't have the Royal Knight in the background. And neither does the Doramon. I wonder if, if that's by design. Because the other ones have like something in the back. But not that one. This Doramon looks oddly familiar too. Like it looks almost the same, right? Like haven't we seen this card before? I don't know. <clears throat> Eight types, one card each. Designs and images of the products are shown under development may differ from final products. Oh, okay. So there you go. You get eight cards with this. You get the binder and you get the refills. That is the contents of this. Wow, I thought there'd be a little bit more. But I guess that's why it's 50 bucks. That's not, I mean, that's not bad at all. Uh, but but what I, when, I, when I look at this, it's like, this could be one of those things. One of these cards could end up being 50 bucks. That's, that's kind of like what I see. Sometimes they could be, you know, 20, 30 bucks. But like... You might be able to get more value at this fifty dollar price right now, and and send, try to wait, you know. But who knows? You know, this is the first time they're doing something like this for Digimon. But I, that's kind of my first thoughts. Is like, you know, if you really like Digimon and you don't want to get scalped later on, this might be a good one to pre-order. Uh, that's that's you know, I'm not going to jump on it right away, but 
I'm just letting you know, like, if I was, if I wanted to buy one, that's what I'm thinking right now. Those are nice looking cards. So there you go, guys. That's just some real light work for Digimon this week. Short and simple. Um, but the good news, what's the good news? Oh, the good news is uh, today is episode 109. So next week on episode 110, I'm going to try, I'm going to try a different format for the podcast. We like to do it every 10, 20 episodes. So it's, you guys are used to this. But what I want to do is basically I, I talked to everyone in the discord too. Um, and, and it seemed like initially there was some good responses, uh, but we might open up the podcast to do a round table of sorts uh, on Tuesday nights. We'll probably do it for five or 10 episodes. We'll see how it goes, but uh, basically I'll open up the discord chat um, I'll have a couple topics to talk about, but it's going to be a roundtable, and we're just going to actually just talk, and uh, that'll be your guys' opportunity to talk to me real time um, and say your thoughts on what you're doing with trading cards or what you're looking at, or you could even ask questions, uh, and we'll just hash it out, and we'll look it up real time. Um, I really like this idea just because it's going to be a little more open conversation instead of a preset uh, presentation that I usually have for you guys. So that's something I want to try. Uh, it'll be more off the cuff, just kind of talk about things, you know, as they come. Uh, and the reason for that is because about a week and a half, two weeks ago, uh, we were, it was CT actually. Yeah. CT's in the chat with us right now. Um, CT got a ultra premium collection box and he was like, Hey, let's, let's open this up in the voice chat. I was like, all right, I'll watch. So he opens up the stuff and as he's opening up the stuff, he's just talking and he's asking questions and there was a handful of us in there. It was me, uh, Jake, CT, and uh, who else was it? Um, ATM. And we were just talking about different stuff in the trading cards. Uh, it, you know, it was all over the place, but we were just having a conversation and that's kind of what I want to do for a string of episodes. We'll see how it goes. If it goes well, we may continue that. If it doesn't, obviously it'll die in five to 10 episodes. That's just how it is. Um, but I'm looking forward to doing that. So I wanted to give you a heads up on that. If you're looking forward to doing it, you might want to join our Discord. Um, those links will always be in any of our videos. If not, email us at thepokytowergmail.com, thepokytowerpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll get you in the Discord, and then you'd be able to join the voice chat at that point and then talk it up. All right, let's keep the show going. We got Greasy's Gaming Corner this week. Here we go. All right, Greasy's Gaming Corner. This is just an update. This is just a huge update. Uh, it's not going to be too informational. Um, but I just shared on the Discord earlier today that I got my pre-order in of Pokemon Violet for the Nintendo Switch. So uh, if you guys don't know, I've been diving into the video games and I, I, I play games on YouTube. That's what I've been doing in my free time. I, I usually play with like Chase or I'll play with Ramsey. Uh, someone I went to the Navy with, so we're actually I'm actually going to play Pokemon Violet in its entirety, uh, and I'll just do a Let's Play walkthrough uh, pretty much until I finish the game. So I'll probably dedicate two or three days a week uh, to playing it online only. I won't play it offline. I'll just play it uh, on YouTube, and we'll we'll check it out. Violet is better than Scarlet. That's 100% true, yes. Um, 
<clears throat> that's 100% true. I'm, I'm not going to fight you on that. I mean, come on, look at that. This guy's glowing. He's got electricity. This guy's got like a feather coming out of his head. Come on. Come on. Get out of here. All right. Um, so what I want to do is just address some questions because people were like asking me stuff about the game and I was like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this game. I haven't looked forward into it. Um, that's kind of like how I like, I like to play my games like that. It's just, you get a genuine response. It also makes training Pokemon and battling and strategizing a little more fun because you don't know what to expect. So that element of surprise makes the game fun, especially when it gets competitive. I'm not saying I'm going to compete, but what I am saying is in the event that things get interesting, I like to be able to research stuff and hear it for the first time rather than like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go get this guy because I know, right? Like I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. So this is a quick link from polygon.com. Everything to know about Scarlet and Violet. And I just wanted to touch on this to give you guys kind of a a quick background on what's going on with this game. And if you're interested, you can come watch. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet released on November 18th. So on Friday, it sucks. I tried to play it today and they're like, oh, you can't do that yet. So (laughs) they do have trailers online. We're not going to watch a trailer here today. I just want to talk about some of the stuff that they talked about. So the region name is Paldea. Land of vast open spaces dotted with lakes, towering peaks, wastelands, and mountain ranges. Now, what I, what, one thing I did here about this game is that it is completely open world. So it's very different. It's even different than Legends of Arceus, right? So people were saying that was open world. This is even beyond that, they're saying. You can literally just go wherever the hell you want. Um, there are no boundaries. So that's pretty interesting. Um... Here it is. Oh, yeah. So open world RPG gameplay. This is a new thing for the game. Uh, Players will be able to move freely between wilderness and towns in a way that's different from past Pokemon games. Massive open world that's full of quests. The gameplay is expected to have elements of traditional games, um, but also Legends Arceus. Okay. Yeah. So Legends of Arceus was partially open world. This is like full on like, hey, come find out. And, And the thing about this is in this article, they say you're free to explore at your leisure. However, there are no, like, level scaling. There are no guys, like, blocking the road saying you can't go somewhere. If, if you go somewhere where you're not supposed to, you can potentially just get got. So that's kind of cool that they made it that way. You can also, I believe, fight the gym leaders in any order you want. However, their levels don't change. So you go fight the number eight guy right off the bat, you're probably going to get murked. Um, so that's kind of cool. <clears throat> uh, the Pokemon company says that the world will be free to explore at your leisure, not in an order dictated by the story. The other thing about this is that there are multiple quests in this game. So there's three different types, three different types of quests that you can do. There's the typical become a Pokemon champion quest, which you can make that your number one thing. Um, then there is the um, like journey kind of quest where it's like discover the mysteries of Paldea, Paldea, right? And go find like these legendary Pokemon. Uh, and then the third one would be to um, defeat the bad guys, like the, the team rocket of this region, right? Team Magma, Team Aqua of this region. So those are the three different like large quests. You can do them in any order you want. You don't have to be a Pokemon master. You could just be a pain in the ass to the bad guys if you want to, right? So that's kind of cool. We'll see how it all works out. You know, I'm, I'm spectacle. Um, because 
the last few Pokemon games, it's like they're holding your hand the whole time. And it's like, come on, man. I've been playing Pokemon for 20-something years. I know what to do. Just I just button mash my way through. Um, so we'll see. All right, the multiplayer experience. So this is also something new. Um, Scarlet and Violet multiplayer experience. So they're saying that not only is this open world, but you can actually get to a point in the game where you can play online or you can cable uh, two-player um, and play with your friends. And not only that, where like in Sword and Shield, when you played online, it was literally just for battles, trading, and or raids. This is like, no, we can play the game together type of stuff. Now, no one really knows the extent of that co-op, but it is supposed to be more than what we got in Sword and Shield. So um, you should be able to run around the world freely together. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see like how battles and stuff work out. Um, and then if it, if it is a co-op mission, like what does that mean that you can go fight gym leaders together? I don't know. That has yet to be determined. Um, here's the starters. Uh, my epic decision to choose a starter. We'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, I'll probably play this Friday um, and we'll see. But uh, who do you guys think I'll get? There's the three starters. Grass, water, fire. You got Sprigatito. That's the cat. You got Fue Coco, little uh, fire croc. And you got Quaxley, the water duck. These are weak characters in my opinion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, just like Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander, they were so unique, right? And you could even go into the Johto starter. The Johto starters were super unique. Or like a Hoenn, um, Mudkip, Torchic, Trico, super unique. Um, but <clears throat> Alpha says, I think you'll get Fue Coco. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So now this is another version exclusive deal that they're kind of bringing into the game. Um, Scarlet and Violet professors. So if you get Scarlet, you get the female professor. If you get Violet, you get the male professor. I'm going cat. You're a cat, you're a cat dad. Um, so for the first time, players will get a different professor depending on which game they buy. Um, each of these professors is doing their own research into lore past in the region. Okay, that's cool. So, I don't know if it's going to be a different story, but you get different... I mean, how how different can they make it? I don't know. But uh, I got Violet, so we're running we're running with this dude. We got Pidgeot here, here in the top. He's just going to call him Professor Pidgeot. What region is this? <laughs> I'm going to get the cat, but I'll replace it with the Eevee. Yeah, right? It's not immediately clear. The professor choice will impact gameplay. Okay, that's fine. Other Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet. So, you know, they've released some new Pokemon. This is like an ice type. I'm not going to go too far into it. Um, but what I'm really hoping to do with this playthrough, here's the new Pokemon right here. So they got some. Um, I would like I would like to beat the game with just new, uh, new Pokemon. I don't want to use old Pokemon. I don't like doing that. Like, um... I remember in XY, when XY came out and I won like a professional Pokemon championship, um, I mean, my sweeper, my sweeper was Gengar. Now, the thing about 
XYs, that's when they introduced the Mega Pokemon. So I did have Mega Gengar on my team, so that makes him a little bit different. I did have Gudra on my team, so he was gen specific. Um, but like there were other Pokemon in there. Like I was using um oh my gosh, I called him Mr. Krabs. Uh that stupid rock crab. But he's from black and white, right? So he wasn't even from X and Y uh, XY. Um who else were we running? Oh my gosh, my memory is just terrible. Um, there was a time when I was running Mega Alakazam. I was running Agron for a little bit. So like they were all like they weren't star they weren't Pokemon from from XY. I can tell you that. There's very, very few that were actually XY. Um it was Gudra. Crap. It was Gudra and one other person, maybe. And I think they were just they were like they were stallers. They weren't even like powerhouses. Right, so it was Mega Gengar was the sweeper, um, but they were like setup setup artists and like special walls and like physical walls, like stalls, stall guys. Right? Was it Crustle? Yeah, dude has a brownie on his back. Yeah, it was him. And I would I would use him for like poison spikes, toxic, uh, just spikes in general. Like that's what I would do. Uh, what's the other one? Stealth rocks. I would do stuff like that, but. Also, I found out that these legendaries, right? You get them pretty much at the beginning of the game. And they're not they're not you don't use them to fight, you use them to travel. So that was kind of a weak uh that was a weak uh I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You're supposed to hunt the legendaries. That was the coolest thing about the game. But you get them in the beginning and they are your vehicle. That's what it is. See you later, CT. <clears throat> got picnics in the game we're not going to touch on any of that okay so oh this is the the terrestrial pokemon and terror raid battle so the thing about this and i thought this was interesting this is the new mechanic so this is like the v max g max deal that they that sword and shield did uh but this is the paldia region and it's terrestrial pokemon and basically what it is is your from what i understand is you can actually stack your pokemon's types so you would be able to make your fire type, uh, a ghost type or a water type electric. You can basically, you can virtually make your own Pokemon. Obviously it's still going to be a Fue Coco, but you can add a secondary type or a tertiary type is what I'm, what I'm reading. Um, so technically your team could be different than anyone else's team because there's so many different combinations that you could do. Um, that that that's pretty nuts and that might be really hard to understand but we'll see how we go when we start playing yeah so there's 18 terror types yeah exactly so you can use a terror orb uh where pokemon can transform once per battle to enhance their battle strategies by increasing the power of any moves that have the same type of their pokemon terror type so there you go so imagine this imagine a fue coco like learning like a water type move and then you he's obviously not going to be that good using the water type move but you can enhance the power of that water type move if you have a matching Terra type. So that's pretty nuts. Um, I don't know, Chase. Things are different now, but I remember before fairy types existed, um, dark and ghost was very scary because dark types were weak against fighting, but if you had ghost typing, a fighting type couldn't hit you. So you're, you really like the dark rye 
Darkrai and Spirit Tomb used to be powerhouses because there was nothing they were weak against. Um, because, you know, ghosts are weak against dark types, but if you have a dark typing in your type, that's nullified. So he was pretty much just, yeah, they, they were ridiculous. I remember, I remember Spirit Tomb being a huge pain in the ass. Um, but that was like black, white, diamond pearl era. But then they brought in fairies. Um, they brought in steel types and that's pretty much, that's handled pretty much everything. Now there's really there's really very few Pokemon, and I have to look. Um, but that that tells you how how long I've been out of the competitive game. Um, but I bet you with these new Terra Terra types, it could get stupid. You know, like what 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 could you do? You know, a fairy dragon. You know, you'd be weak against ice. You'd still be weak against ice. Um, Fairy Steel, I think, has been done. I don't know. That would be pretty crazy. I'd, I'd have to really look into that. <clears throat> but there you guys go. That's just a quick look at the game. Some of the new mechanics that they're adding. I don't know jack about this game, as you can see. I don't know crap. So we'll see how it goes for me. Um, I'd love to play with you guys, too. So maybe maybe uh, we, we do some sort of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet tournament. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I can tell you this. I don't want to invest a lot of time into EV and IV training and and breeding. Um, so you may not. It may not be that competitive. It may just be, hey, throw your team in and let's play. Um, but I don't know if I'll go to the extent of maximizing items, maximizing EVs, IVs, and like running like an S tier competitive online team. I don't know if I'll do that. We'll see. You know what I mean. Um, but if you guys are into that, maybe we can do a, a recreational Pokemon Scarlet Violet League. We'll see what we can do. Okay. <clears throat> there you guys go. That's it for Greasy's Gaming Corner. I'm pretty excited. I've been telling myself I want to do some Pokemon content. I just don't want to open Silver Tempest and, you know, Lost Origin and just spend money all day. So I was like, the game, the game, the game is always going to be better than the cards. Let's do that. So that's why I chose to do that. All right, Chase wants to build a dark and evil team. Well, I can tell you, I think uh, you might want to get Violet. I, I suspect you would get Violet. But um, Violet has some um, Hydreigon, the three-headed dragon. He's version exclusive, but I also think he has a different variant in the Violet game. So that might be cool. Yeah, all right. There you guys go. That's Greasy's Gaming Corner. Moving on to the last segment of the night, Gengar's Grabs. Here we go. Yeah, see, Matt knows exactly what's going on. Yeah, so on top of all the stuff I just said, on top of that, you got to get the Terra type that you want. So it's, and then you may, you may run like two or three different Terras. It's like, hey, depending on how this battle goes, this Pokemon might end my game. Right. Or depending, you know, if he goes this way, this guy now becomes my end game Pokemon. And it's like it could just get nuts. Like you could be you only get one Terra orb, but you might have three different Pokemon that you could potentially use that orb on. Right. Depending on where the battle goes. If I need to go defensive, I go to this guy. If I'm going to sweep his ass, I'm going to go this way. And like it's so much stuff you got to store up here. And it's, like, <laughs> it's just such a pain. I mean, it's fun, but it's also a pain. Uh here you guys go. This is this is our last segment of the night. Gengar's Grabs. This is our segment about you guys and uh, what you bought this week. 
you submit uh, your photos and a quick story on what, what it is uh, that you got in our Discord, and then I rank them uh, my top five picks. All right. Number five this week. You got Too Old to Mod, a.k.a. our mod, Chase. Uh, coming in at number five this week, he's got a bunch of like vintage, old-school sets. He's got uh, the uh, Powerpuff Girls. He's got Sailor Moon. He's got Dragon Ball Z. And he's got... Uh, What's it called? Uh, Speed Racer. Those are all like super vintage. He's got the tiny keyboard to the mini 60 percenter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is cool. I think he said he went to uh, Frankenstein's this weekend, this past weekend. He was he was telling me. And uh, I guess there's a seller there that has a bunch of old like vintage, you know, novelty type sets. And uh, he I'm I'm sure he got these but uh this is just cool because it's different it's off the wall i like to see that stuff that's why i mean that's literally why we're opening up the lion king stuff it's just something different change of pace and it, it kind of believe it or not when you can see how all these different trading card distributors made their games and pool rates and quality control and why they use a certain type of foil and like you look at through the years and you can kind of see like why the games are at where they're at right now because of what was happening with these cards and things you learned about, well, this was a bad idea to use this type of card stock, you know, this, that, and the other, or this, this game died because of this mechanic. No one wanted to play it. You get to learn that stuff by ripping through this. It's crazy. All right. Number four this week, we got Buell and he's a, uh, he's, he's been tuning into the live streams. He's got an alpha mon. Um, this is the secret rare in Japanese, I believe. Um, and I'm not sure if this one actually has a harder pull rate than the English one. I'm not, we're not sure on that one, um, uh, but it is a, a pretty rare card. It's also a very pricey card. Um, it takes number four this week though, because he was saying, uh, that, uh, you know, he just wasn't really a fan of the texture one. When he got it in, he had imagined that the texture was going to look a little better. The card was going to look better, but it was like, I guess under, uh, performed his expectations. Still an awesome card, though. Number three this week. ATM, all the way from Canada. I believe he said two boxes of Silver Tempest. Two boxes, right? Two boxes in. Um, Or no, my bad. On his first box. First box in, he gets the Lugia V alt art. Not only that, but he pulled the skunk, uh, skunk Tank alt art, too. So that was in the same box. And I remember we had some guys in the Discord like, dang, dude, you got two alts in one box? It's like crazy um so atm killing it he got the card he wanted right off the bat that's always good like if you can do that i always tell myself hey i'm done i ain't opening no more i already got what i wanted um but you know atm's a huge gambler so he he likes to do that type of stuff uh but damn that's a great card right off the bat number two this week matt from Palatown. Got the Scizor EX, and we just covered this. It's from Unseen Forces. Crazy. That is Unseen Forces, right? Matt is in the chat right now. That I, That is the Unseen Forces one we we're looking at, right? I can't read it from here. It's too small. But uh, CGC 8. And then, you know, I think he was he was on the show just a few weeks ago, too. He had a handful of ex uh hollows and i think i think those are the way to go right now like from what i'm seeing 
Um, I think those are the way to go. Yeah, Unseen Forces. Yeah, so we just seen this one. This was the number six or oh, wait, number seven or eight card on the list. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> nice. Nice card. Um, I'm a huge fan of these EX foils, and they just they keep... Be, it's becoming, you know, more and more evident that this this is probably where you should want to go. If you're into, like, long-term investing for Pokemon, EX foils. It's the way to go. Uh, it seems like it's an era where kids were just thrashing their cards, and then the good ones that are out are the good ones. That's it. That's it. Um, so I think it's a great, great population control slash rarity, all that good stuff. Um, I think they'll have their day. Just it's not just yet. I don't think there's enough people that know about them yet. And uh, this is gonna be a good, good rarity to have in your collection. All right, number one this week. We got Buell. Buell's taking two spots this week. Buell takes number four and number five. Uh, and this is a PSA 10 pop one Airdramon Series 3 foil from Digibattle. This is nuts. Um, I, you know, I'm sure. Go ahead and ask Buell how many cards he's probably sent in to PSA for foil, like a PSA 10 um, foil for Digibattle. And like, ask him how tough grading is. Digi battle is like it's very hard, and I'm not trying to be biased, but I'm telling you, PSA is coming down hard on vintage Digi battle cards, and it's great. It's very good that they're being strict, and they're like you know, they're not giving anyone tens. and And I've seen a lot of cards. I've seen a lot of cards. Um, that I would say, hey, that's like a borderline PSA ten, and every time they're coming back as eights, they're coming back as sevens. And every once in a while you get a nine, you're like, oh my God, I got a nine, you know, but, uh, when you get a 10, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, so this is just a great card. You know, when you know how difficult it is to get these in a 10, you just appreciate them. And and I'm a huge Digimon fan, so I'm pro Digimon all the time. So I love seeing these, these PSA 10s, like that, that card will never have over 50. It'll never be a pop 50. It may never even break pop 25. And I'm telling you that right now. It's just not going to happen. And you could try and cross over your 9.5s from BGS. And you you will fall to a 7 or 8 every time. Um, It's actually getting to the point to where I may do a massive digi-battle crossover. In the blind, of course. I'm not going to send them in the slabs. But I'll crack them out. I will send my best Digibattle 9.5s and I will show the results because I think I think PSA is grading these way harder than BGS. Uh, very strict. They're just different standards is what it is, right? So BGS has a set of standards. PSA has a set of standards. Um, I would say for the most part, I think PSA has a stricter surface standard. Like their stand, the standards for surface is is more strict. But I would say that BGS has a more strict standard for centering. Um, that's just something I've kind of noticed. Like BGS really sticks to their centering, whereas PSA is like, hey, there better not be one scratch on that to be a PSA 10. Where I've seen 9.5 gem mints have a scratch right through the foil. So different standards, different rules. But uh, yeah, BGS loves dents. It's crazy. That's nuts. So Buell sent off around 40 foils. I'd like to know the conversion rate on that. Uh, if you could share it with us in the Discord, let us know um, 
how well you did or how how bad you did. But to me, you know, there's only so many of these cards out there. I'm happy with any grade that I get. I have PSA fours, you know, I got PSA fives. I don't care. You know, it's just, I love these cards and they're going to be hard to get regardless of the condition. Um, yeah, great card, great looking card. So Buell takes number one this week. Uh, congrats. I'm jealous. You know, I like to get my, my, my PSA 10 Digimons. Uh, that's just a huge, huge, uh, feat there. All right. That's it for episode 109 of the podcast. Next week, we're going to start our Pokey Tower Roundtable. We'll talk about a bunch of different stuff. If you want to chat it up, come join the Discord. Remember to like this video. Please share it with, uh, with your friends uh, that collect or trying to get into collecting. Let me teach them. Uh, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subs. I need your help. Um, join our Discord because it's free. Lots of cool stuff going on. Remember the box break, PokeTower, thepokeytower.com. Get in on the Lion King. Get on the DigiBattle. You're also going to get free packs. You're also going to get entered to win some slabs. Good odds. I tell you that. Um, good odds. And lastly, if you want to support the podcast, there are links in every video, every podcast that we do that say support this podcast. You click that link. You can donate as little as 99 cents a month, and that helps us run the box breaks. It helps us do the giveaways, right? All that stuff. Um, mystery pumpkins that we just did that were like super epic, right? All that stuff goes back to you guys. So. Thank you guys for watching. That's it for episode 109. I'll see you guys next week for 110. Until then, after party in the Discord, Pokemon Violet, Friday. Peace.